It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Georgia Rose and you're in the soul space. I always want to do the like soul train thing for those of you who remember that, the soul space. Anyway, I'm in a pretty good mood tonight considering all of the chaos that's going on in the world. Um, very roller coaster like energy right now. Um, we are going in our ups and downs. Uh, I want to start the show tonight by actually uh, sending some love out to our friends and neighbors down south, Louisiana, um, New Orleans, for all that uh, terrible weather that they've been having. And maybe we could send some love there. And then, of course, um, not really political, but I do want to mention Afghanistan tonight and talk a little bit about that because I want to talk about how it's really affecting our emotions and our vibration in the world. So I'd love to have you all call into the show tonight because I don't have a lot planned. I, for some reason, feel the energy is supposed to be rather spontaneous tonight. So that's how we're going to play it. So I am going to just share the show. I'm terribly sorry that these things keep dropping on my monitor. So I'm just going to share the show while you guys decide to call in and keep me company tonight. And then I'll come back in and we'll see who is on with me tonight. And I'm going to move my necklace over here that my producer, Bobby, just told me is making noise on my mic. There's always so many things to consider when you're on a live show. So here I am, going to share this. Um, very roller coaster like energy right now. Oh, I'm repeating myself. We are going in our ups and downs. Uh, I want to start the show tonight by asking. Sorry about that, folks. Okay, so we're going to share. Um, and please call in. You guys have the number, it should be on the screen. I also put it back up on Facebook the right way. And we are live now. Okay. So I want to talk about some things that are going on in the world. And it's not surprising to me that we had this huge hurricane come in to Louisiana and, and all parts Gulf Coast over there. Because um, we have a lot of energy right now that's a lot of water. And we're going to see that even in our own lives. Water is emotion when you think about that in the uh, spiritual world. And so sometimes when we have planets that are very strong in water and strong emanating strong emotions, we do see these huge storms come in. So I have a feeling that this uh, fall is going to be some pretty major stuff going on. So what else can we talk about tonight? I got some people on. Everyone's starting to pile in. And you can call me on 516. Oh, it's on the screen, guys. There you go. Um, Hi, Joanne and Gina Marie. So 
this water energy that's coming in, and also we still have some planets in Virgo. Mercury's going to move into Libra soon, so that'll calm things down for us. The big thing right now between September 1st and September 3rd is power and power struggles. And boy, do we see that going on outside of our own lives and in the macrocosm that's the world right now. A struggle for power, a transition of power. Um, what is power to us? What does power mean? And I was thinking a lot about that, feeling very emotional about what's going on in the world. And I, I actually had written a, a post on Facebook. And one of the things that's been really hitting home for me and resonating for me, and I'm going to share it because maybe some of you feel the same way, is as far as Afghanistan goes and our position there, and I'm not a political person, this show certainly is not political. So I'm going to talk in terms of just humanity and all of us being a soul, you know, and what bothers me about a lot of the images that we see, and you know, I, you know I limit my media, I'm sure you guys do too, but what bothers me about what I see is the women and applying that to myself and who I am and how I can't imagine what it must be like to feel such imprisonment. You know, we're talking about um, women over there who can't even show their face for fear of being tortured. And here we are in this country, we kind of bellyache and complain a lot about wearing a mask, right? And these are women now who are going to be put in imprisonment where they're not allowed to be educated. They're not allowed to go back to jobs. Um, I was reading, because I wanted to do some research about exactly under uh, Taliban, what the role of women is. And there basically is none. You are a prisoner in your own home. Any woman who has had a job will not go back to it. Any girl who's been educated or going to school will not go back to school. You must stay in your home. Um, and also, and this was something that I thought was so medieval, women are not allowed to seek medical attention from doctors because doctors are male. You know, women are not allowed to be educated in the country under Taliban rule, so there are no women doctors. If there has been any women doctors in the last 20 years, they will not be allowed to go back to their work or their practices or anything. So where does that leave women? Women, the death rate in the country for women will go through the roof because they will not have medical attention. Only those who can afford to come out of the country and move and uh, be free enough to be taken by a family member to Pakistan or some other country would even be allowed to get a simple medical examination or medical attention. Um, they're not going to get even an antibiotic or any drugs. They're not allowed to be seen by a doctor. If a male doctor is um, caught treating a female patient, they are punished. So what would it be like to live in such an imprisonment? And that really hits home for a lot of us because I think that many of us deal when we're on the spiritual path and we try to reconcile our own lives and things that have happened to us in our own lives. A lot of that reconciliation is maybe some abuse or some imprisonments, whether they've been through our own doing through addictions or whether they've been through a family member or a partner. A lot of us deal with that real imprisonment type of being in a situation that we couldn't get out of being in a situation where we felt that um, it would never end, that it was so bad that it would never end. And so here are these people over there. And then my thoughts shifted to the Americans that are there, um, Americans who've been left behind, allies who've been left behind. And whatever your political position is about that, if we can move the energy into these are human beings, these are souls, these are people that for whatever reason are now facing a, a horrible, um, persecution, imprisonment, a life there. And if we can bring that energy down to just compassion. And so I know I'm getting a little bit serious, but I just really wanted to put this out there because whenever something is going on in the world, it's really a mirror, it's a, it's a metaphor, or it's some kind of a lesson for us in our own personal lives of things that we can internalize and become into a higher consciousness and a higher soul. And so when we go into the feeling of compassion, I want to talk about what compassion really is. And um, one of the books that is so beautifully explaining of that is Gary Zukov's. Um, he's written quite a few books. You're all familiar with Seed of the Soul. But he wrote one a few years ago after Seed of the Soul. Um, this is one of his later ones called Spiritual Partnership, um, The Journey of Authentic Power. And this is one of my Bibles, one of many. And I started to out to say about how the astrology right now and the lessons of 2020 and 2021, and especially now until the end of the year, are all about power, abuse of power, use of power. Where do we have power in our own lives? Where do we struggle with power? Where do we try and be powerful? How do we feel powerful? What is power to us? Everything about power. That's what we're in right now. 
That's what's circulating around our lives and the world, everything. So the reason why power comes in when we talk about compassion is because it's all about intention. And when we think of things like Afghanistan or even the people who have been um, plagued by this hurricane, Ida, we have compassion, right? And we start to say, oh, I want to do something. I want to help. I want to collect clothes for the people who don't have a home anymore. Or I want to give money to Operation Recovery so that they can get, take more people out of Afghanistan or whatever it is. But the real power, the real spiritual journey to power and authentic power isn't that type of compassion. That type of compassion is you maybe you wanted to be a do-gooder. Uh, maybe you want to do that. Maybe you want to give because your real motivation is you want to try and control a situation that makes you uncomfortable and feel like you're doing something. That's not compassion. That's fear. So when we think about compassion, we bring in intention. And then take that bucket of intention and expand it. And that's what the spiritual journey is about is always questioning, observing, into the sensation of our intention for all that we do. The words we speak, the actions we take, the things we actually do in our lives, the um, decisions we make. Is the intention fear or is it love? A real loving, compassionate intention is, you know, having a meditation to encompass and send those people triumph or freedom. A loving, compassionate intention is one where you don't have any need for it. You're not doing it so that you look like a better person. You're not doing it so that you feel better about yourself. You're not doing it to push away the discomfort of the situation. You know, an example of that is a homeless person. You know, we see a homeless person and we want to give them money. We want to go buy them a sandwich. Well, is that because we're truly doing that because we just love and we want that person to feel love from us? Or are we doing it because it makes us feel better in our guilt or disdain or fear that that could be us? Or we see ourselves there, or what if that happened to me? And so we push it away by taking an action that's based in fear. So why am I talking about this? Because when we look at the global stage right now, we have some really beautiful lessons they're not beautiful in their results. They're rather repulsive. But the beauty is that they are created so that we actually can see the awareness of the intentions of some of these leaders and leadership. Are they doing these things, these actions, these uh, retrogrades, right? Good word, since we have six planet, outer planets in retrograde, right? And they keep saying retrograde. We're, we're retrograde in Afghanistan. We're retrograding the troops out. Really amazing how as above, so below. So as our leadership makes all these decisions and does all these things, you know, there was a, a, a photograph of our president looking at his watch while they were taking the 13 caskets out and doing the ceremony. Whether that's real or not, I cannot say. But for purposes of a lesson or intention, it certainly shows us intention, right? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It certainly shows us is this an intention of love? Or is it an agenda? Is it about an optic? Is it about, like we just said, when we give that homeless person $50 or, or we, we give them a coat or we give them a sandwich or whatever it is, are we doing that because we really want that person to feel warmth? Or are we doing it because it pushes away the need within us that we don't want to be that? We don't want to be homeless. We don't want to be in grief. We don't want to be in persecution. So we do an activity to push it away from us because we're fearful. Or are we completely selfish? 
and so selfish and feel so much love for the families of those boys and girls in those coffins that we would stand on that tarmac saluting for three hours and it would never phase us because we just want them to feel our love. There's a big difference. And I think that we can drill that down into our own lives and where are we doing things so we feel more powerful? And where are we doing things just because of love? Really big difference. And when we start to observe that and go into those sensations, I think that's the real spiritual journey to authentic power. Because when we step in that power of we're living now through love, we're living now with the intention to love, to feel love, to receive love, to be love, it squashes all that fear that makes us do all this other crazy power dramas. And that fear that makes us act out and act as if, you know, someone says something to us that we don't like and our defenses go up. It's fearful. But maybe if something sa someone says something to we don't like and we can actually get to the higher level of consciousness of love where we think, wow, that person must really be wounded. They must have really been hurt to say something like that. Or, or maybe that person is really stuck in ego and I'm just going to send love there because it has nothing to do with me because I'm in this higher plane of love. So you see how intention really paves the way for our spiritual journey. And that's how, in a really roundabout way, I got to tonight's subject, which is um, the spiritual journey and how we do our soul journey. And I want to hear from all of you guys to, you know, share a story with me of what was a moment of transition for you. You know, when did you kind of have an aha moment or what on your spiritual journey really turned you around and started to put the connecting the dots and putting the pieces together? I have so many of those stories, but it's not about me tonight. Tonight it's all about you. And I want to hear who the angel was that came in that kind of gave you enlightenment or what thing happened in your soul journey that kind of just was like, wow, that's what it's about. I get that now, you know. Um, love to hear it. A lot of that happens for me actually on my uh, yoga mat, believe it or not. Um, trying to take what I learn off the mat into my life, on the mat into my life. So I'm going to see who's out here tonight. And also a couple of announcements while I'm waiting for you guys to call in. Um, the uh, number is 516-945-9099 for those of you who are listening and not watching. I have on September 22nd um, out of Captree Boat Basin in Babylon um, out by Fire Island, I have the Eddie B3. We're going to do a spiritual cruise. It is a Pisces full moon and uh, the equinox going into the first day of autumn. So please get your tickets online at zencuda.com. I think they're $45. And you can all um, find out what's going on with that cruise on that zencuda.com. Go into um, services and you'll see it. Also on my Facebook page, Georgia Rose or um, Georgia Rose Zencuda, you'll see all the information for that. Um, and then the other announcement I have to make is next Monday is Labor Day. I will be dark. I will not be on the show. So if you have anything to ask me or talk about, get it in tonight because next Monday I will not be here. Um, okay, I can't see my comments yet, so let me see what I'm doing here. Do I have comments? I have comments. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing? Hi, Joanne. Okay. So, okay, well, I'm waiting for you guys to call in. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the astrology. Want to see you guys on my uh, feed here? Okay, getting that. Okay. So call in, guys. Find out what's going on. Okay, here I am. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the astrology. We have a new moon coming in on Monday the 6th. So I'm going to talk about it now because I know that I will not be um, here to talk about that on the new moon. So it is in Virgo. We're still not over the Virgo energy yet. So that's going to come in. Virgo makes us really fussy in Virgo energy. Uh, Venus is still in Virgo, which makes us fussy about our relationships. So some things are going to happen with that. But the big thing causing all this power drama and power struggle is the... Um, the Eros-Pluto square. 
And that's been going on all year long. It's what's been creating a lot of this drama on the world stage and power. It's all about power. Um, it actually perfects again on 9-1. And no, no uh, coincidence that we're pulling out of Afghanistan that day and the power is going to shift. But um, the Eros Pluto square, this is the fourth out of fifth times it'll happen. It happens again in December. And it always, whenever it exacts, is a shift of power. This time, very much so. Um, so look at, in this, it was yesterday and today very exact, actually, and tomorrow. But this is going to be learning things about your power dynamics. Like I was just talking about that compassion, um, intention kind of a thing. And those power dynamics. And what, what are the habits that we do? What are the, the, um, the habitual things that we do in relationship or in our lives or in our career that are caused by power dramas, where we want to be powerful, where we want to feel our own power, where we allow ourselves to lose power. So I'd love to uh, hear about that. Hello, Joanna Maya. How are you? And definitely throughout this whole program, Soul Space, you know we're all about the love here. So please, please be sending love to everyone overseas in Afghanistan and also in uh, the southern part of the United States that's getting that horrible storm, Ida. So another thing that is happening today is, uh, tomorrow rather, on 9-1, is the sun squares the nodes of fate. Now, it sounds very dramatic, but that also is about power dynamics. And a lot of times when the sun squares the nodes of fate, you'll meet people in your life or relationships or partnerships will suddenly appear. You're going to meet someone that's going to be significant for you in your life. That's around the 1st and 2nd of September. Um, so again, pulling in power, all right, and, and wondering, you know, where do I lose power? Where is power coming in for me? And just so you know, this Eros-Pluto square that's been the dynamic throughout this year, this really hasn't happened for Earth in hundreds of years. So there's a reason why you were born to experience this exact time in your life. And if you think you don't know what it is, you do know what it is. Your higher self knows what it is. You've just got to go into a beautiful meditation to find it out and ask, all right? So let things in your life be activated. So everybody's shy tonight. Nobody wants to call in. So on uh, September 3rd, we're moving in out of um, a difficult time, and we're going to go into a little bit of a better time, and that's because Mercury is actually moving into Libra. And when Mercury moves into Libra, it is a fabulous time for negotiations, any kind of negotiations, like business negotiations, love negotiations, negotiationships with any little thing that you have to do. You know, I always say everything in life is negotiable. So... As soon as Mercury goes into Libra, you're going to see a lot of things that you've been trying to get going and trying to resolve are going to just absolutely resolve. So this is a great week for that. Gear up for those things. Um, Mercury in Libra is all about communication to do with partnerships, um, settling lawsuits, uh, processes, uh, relationships. Um, and the last day in Virgo, which is really like kind of today, tomorrow-ish, um, that's when you really want to make like a list of things that you want to accomplish in the next, I'd say, month or two. Because once Mercury goes into Libra, you don't have that Virgo energy to help you write the list and organize. So you want to maybe tonight set your list of what you really want to do next little while, your next chapter of your life, the next 30 to 60 days. And then that Mercury, Libra and Mercury will help you accomplish it because that's the doer. Libra is a cardinal sign. So you will take that list that you write in Virgo and get it done in Libra. All right. Um, great advice for anybody who's trying to get themselves out of that, you know, uh, idling at the curb kind of energy. Um, these are new strategies for procedures, new strategies for the way that we do things. So it's a really great time. Um, and this is going to be, you know, for between the first couple of days of September. All right. So I'm going to go to my cards. Um, definitely going to go to my cards, right? I'm just like thinking what I want to do. Um, yeah, let's try some cards. All right. So where is everybody tonight? I feel like I didn't share the show right. So let me copy the link and see if I can do that again. Do, do, do. I always do to do when I do that. Everybody wants to share the show, please. That'd be great. Pick a card for Joanna Maya and Aaron. 
They're telling me Hello. to pick three cards for you, Erin, but I got a call, so. Hi, this is Georgia Rose in the Soul Space. Hi, this is Sarah. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. Are you feeling better? I know you were having headaches and itchiness and all kinds of spiritual sensations. Yes, yes I am feeling much better. <laughs> you live through the much. summer, Sarah. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was funny. Today is, uh, thanks to Facebook feed, is our uh, the anniversary, I guess. Of oh, is our friend anniversary on Facebook? That's really cool. Very cool. I feel like you have a question for me. Uh, not well. I You had mentioned, you know, when your things started coming together. I think when my father passed, that's when things kind of clicked for me or started coming more to fruition as far as my spirituality. That's a very common thing when people lose someone, you know. I always say that you have a transition in your life, oftentimes when it's parent especially. But, like, how mm -hmm. elaborate a little bit for us. Like, how did things just start to click a little different for you? Did you just start to, um, like, observe things differently or become more appreciative? Um, I started to see signs, or I started to recognize the signs. I um, got a lot of cardinals right after he, you know, he passed. Yeah. And um, I had had a friend whose son had died uh, very young, and um, she had always mentioned signs Cardinals, and things. Yeah. I hadn't really applied it to me. Right. And um, so when my father died, then I started applying it to me. Cardinals are such a beautiful sign, and we, we usually equate them with, you know, someone from, the pa from our past or someone from the other side coming to visit us. And um, mm -hmm. so many stories with cardinals that I hear from people all the time. So that's really beautiful and, and representative of life, you know. I think that yeah. sometimes when people pass over, we get signs that we just, first we can't explain them, but then we realize they really are happening and that reality comes in. And I think that changes mm -hmm. the consciousness for a lot of people. And I, th I always thought it was just so beautiful that they come from the other side to do that for us. You know, like right. the, the yeah. sign is, is one thing and it's beautiful to know that they love us, but that they open us to all those possibilities is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. It definitely is. Was there any particular but, sign that really stands out for you with your dad? Um. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, yeah, there is. One time I had um, just finished reading um, a book called Signs by, uh, um, the name is escaping me, um, I can't think of her name right now, but it's a book called Signs. And um, was it Doreen Virtue? Kind of... What's that? Was it Doreen Virtue? Yes. Oh no, it's not her. It's not her. Okay. Um, All right. So you were reading the book. Yeah, I was reading the book, and so you know, it was telling you you can ask for signs and you can do it and that kind of thing. And I had it told you to make up your sign and ask for it. And I kind of I made up a sign, and I was kind of wishy washy about making it up and. <laughs> I changed, I kept changing it. <laughs> and then not more than two hours later did I get a sign that led me to what I, not only what I asked for in the end, but wow. all my wishy-washy requests. Wow. So, um, yeah. Well, you know so, what's anyway, really. like something, I asked for an orange monkey and then I said, no, blue. Then I said, no, green. And then I. <laughs> you I get a rainbow monkey. to the beach and found uh, something that led me to those pictures. So. Wow. That's so obscure. I have to tell you another yeah, sign that just happened. Because, you know, this whole show is What's like that? about power and intention and compassion. And you're talking about that your first sign that you asked for was kind of wishy-washy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm picking cards for you as you're talking. 
And the card that comes up is take back your power. <laughs> that sounds right. Can't make this stuff up. It says, Archangel Raziel, uh, use your God-given power and intention to manifest blessings in your life. And that's what you did. Wow. Wow. I got I'm you. like, yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm like, this is incredible that I just, and, and next to it is the page of pentacles, which is messages. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's just confirmation that you're supposed to keep asking for those signs, Sarah. All right. I will do. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling. It was great talking to you tonight. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I have Aaron on comments, and he wants me to pick a card for him. So I am going to do that. Uh, Aaron, this is going to be for your uh, work situation, because I know that's been ongoing for you. So let's pick a card for Aaron's work situation. A lot of my regulars aren't on tonight. I don't see everybody, unless they're on and I just don't see them. Somebody's saying they can't share the show, though, Bobby. But it might just be challenged. Everybody's sharing. We are sharing in the love here. Okay. Aaron Bartles from Texas, who escaped barely by the skin of his teeth, escaped Hurricane Ida. Oh, Aaron, I got the tower card for you. <laughs> don't fear. Do not fear. I think this is actually a good thing. I think it, it, I'm, I'm actually interpreting this card, Aaron, as things that are meant to are falling away, like nothing you really want to hold on to anyway. So moon cycles. we got a new moon coming in on the 6th, so maybe that's pretty, uh, um, you know, it's significant here for you. And I've got, I'm going to pick you a soul card. Yeah, you know, especially because you went for your job interview today, I'm kind of feeling like this tower card for you, Aaron, is the stuff that's falling away that, that is just not, use, not of use to you anymore. Because that's really what the tower card is about in tarot. So definitely feel that. And maybe you're going to know, and then the new moon that's coming in also would be significant of a new cycle, a new phase. So I would take those two cards interpreted as really good for today's job interview. I'm going to pick a soul card for you, too. If this soul card that I pick has a lot of light in it, then I know that there's a good manifestation coming for you. It's got a lot of red light in it, red fire. Look at this. It's got, if you can look at this card, it's actually, I'm going to try and get it so it doesn't shine the light. It's actually like a male figure almost looking, um, if you look at this, it's almost, it's this male fi figure, very powerful, but like almost like spitting out or getting rid of toxicity like coming out of the mouth like literally shedding you know uh kind of like something that is a past idea or belief because around the eyes is very much all this red powerful root chakra type of energy that i would interpret as seeing something that is much more powerful for you so yeah i i feel like you're shedding this is all about old moving away and new coming in. I'm going to take one more tarot card to confirm this reading. Oh, and an angel card they're telling me to do also for confirmation. So Aaron, I feel good about today, but I feel like you're going to go through a little bit of transition. This is about you dumping the, the past. Yeah, see, moving away right by this card. So you're, a, you're moving away. New be, you're going towards something, moving away from the old. And then the card, I didn't shuffle these. So I'm going to shuffle them. We shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Then the card for patience. Archangel Joe Feel, your dreams are blooming more rapidly than you realize. They need nurturing and patience. So if you look at this and all the green in the card, which is very healing, but I would say all of this, old stuff falling away, the new moon bringing you good things on the 6th, maybe before, maybe you start the job on Monday, I don't know. Moving away from this, look at this beautiful soul card. You know, you'd like releasing, releasing the old in order to be more powerful in your, your energy now. And then you've got yourself moving away, pulling this uh, six, of, six of Swords, right? And then Patience. So just, I, I think what I would like to see you do is change your energy by coming out of any anxiety or, or rumination of today 
change your energy, go to the gym, go do whatever you need to do, but just move away from it and know that it is coming to you. All right? So that's for you, Aaron. Um, going to Aries, Moon, and Venus too. Yeah, definitely so. And the new moon is in uh, Virgo. So that is also work, our service to the world, new things with work. So I think you're going to find that this is all going to come together. I'm going to pick a card for both of my Joannes, Joanna Maya and Joanne Papalardo. Um, Joanna Maya, I'm going to do you first. All right. Let's uh, shuffle these babies up. I just can't keep, keep, I can't send enough love to Afghanistan and to those people. I mean, having lived through a Superstorm Standy uh, 10 years ago almost now, right? Almost, yeah. Um, I just, a Category 4 hurricane, I cannot even imagine what those people are going through tonight. So everybody in the Zenkuda community, let's send them some love. All right. And I will be dark on the show next Monday. I know most of you are on vacations. September 22nd, boat cruise, spiritual boat cruise at a cap tree. You can go on zencuda.com. Tickets are 45. That's going to be a wild night. I last time I did a, a full moon boat cruise, it was like we thought that boat levitated out of the water. All right, so this is for Joanna Meyer. I have the Queen of Cups for you, Joanne. Uh, Queen of Cups is. Definitely um, an emotional energy. I, I, don't, I don't remember when your birthday is, but Queen of Cups would definitely, it could be you. Um, but this is somebody who is emotional but powerful. She sometimes lets her emotions rule her head, but she sits on the throne. Very powerful energy. Could also be a nostalgic energy. If you have a woman in your life that you've been thinking about, mother, grandmother, feminine energy that is like nurturing and a mother energy, um, that is coming in for me, telling me to pick another tarot. Yeah, this is about you ending a journey with another female. Um, I don't know if there's a, a partnership or a friendship or something that is coming to an end for you, but I feel like you're, you're coming to the end of the journey. I got the fool card in reverse. Coming to the end of the journey, um, and it's emotional for you, but it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. You know, I saw something today about someone saying that when our friends leave us or we lose friends, oftentimes better friends, you know, it's like you lose a job, better job comes in. You lose a friend, better friend comes. So if indeed you are going through some loss with a female energy near you or a friend, know that there is a better energy coming in. Yeah, Knight of Pentacles. Knights bring information. Um, you don't. This has not played out yet. You've still got some more stuff coming in with this. So just be patient and observe, observe, observe everything that is going on. Okay? Um, but I'm sorry to say something with... a female partnership friendship um, is definitely uh, shifting patience and you saw me shovel shuffle the cards and this is the same card we got for Aaron before um, yeah so patience Archangel Jophiel who is the Archangel of Libra Mercury's going to be going into Libra in a couple of days um, so just let things gel let things sit let them just kind of simmer on the stove because while I do think this is going to end whatever this relationship is friendship partnership it will not end as harshly as it seems it is right now. The energy is going to shift a little bit and get a little bit quieter. All right. And I'm going to pick one final card to wrap up that reading for you. This one fell out of the deck, so let's use it. Yeah, look at this card. All energy around the head. A lot of different people. You've got a lot of people in your ear over this situation. Tune it out. You need to be your own authority and step into your own power. Whatever this is, you need to be patient and step into your own power and know that you will handle it with the love and compassion that it is supposed to have on it. Okay? So that is your reading, Joanna Maya, for tonight. i got to pick some cards for Joanne Pabalardo. Do we have a call, Bobby? Okay. So this is for Joanne. Hey, Monica, how are you? And I'm going to do Monica, so I'll do Joanne and Monica. Not too busy tonight. Usually I have like 100 people online and I can't get to everyone. But tonight, we've got a small crowd. I find everyone's on vacations. Oh, Taurus. Okay, so Joanne, I think that's definitely something with a friendship with you or a business partnership, but female energy, a little bit in conflict this week. All right. So Joanne, my other Joanne, this is for you. They're telling me to pick three cards for you. Okay, new beginning for you. 
Um, the judgment card is not what it, what it, it symbolizes literally. For me, the judgment card is a new beginning, new phase. It also could be health. So, you know, if anything's been bothering you, don't hesitate to go to the doctor. Minor, I'm sure, but you want to, you know, get checked out. Um, this is a card of new beginnings, a lot of new beginnings. Like, not new beginnings in like, oh, something just new. This is like a big phase new beginning in the judgment card. Um, King of Swords, I, yeah, see, when this card came up, I felt like it was a, a new relationship or a new person coming in. And I feel like there is a gentleman coming in, a male energy coming in. Hasn't happened yet, but it's coming in, and it is definitely someone who is structured in business, an earth sign, you know, a Capricorn type energy or another earth sign. Um, yeah, this is somebody who's very different than any other person that you've met before and goes slow. This is something that kind of just starts maybe as a friendship or something and then comes in um, getting the letter M. So it may start with an M. But um, I have to say there's a whole new phase coming in for you. And it might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen overnight. But there's definitely a new phase coming in for you. And I'm being told to tell you to open to that. Because even if I look on the uh, top of this uh, King of Swords card, this energy is an Earth energy, but these two, Crescent Moon, are fe female, that's feminine energy, like cow horns in Egypt and in ancient Syria were always feminine goddesses, the cow horns, and you have those on this card, and a butterfly, definitely a new beginning. This is a new relationship coming in, M, letter M, somewhere in the name, male, but isn't something that just like happens and explodes and it's a big deal. This is a very methodical friendship, kind of calm type of thing that happens. So be patient and know that this is about you tempering, temperance, tempering the energy for you. You can't lose sight of you and doing you. This is something that comes in, but you still have that autonomy of being yourself and Joanne. I'm going to pick an angel card and yeah, just an angel card to confirm this reading. And then I'm going to go on to Monica. That just uh, pulled out of the deck. And I'm going to pick one more. Yeah, this is give your cares and worries to the angel and allow us to take your burdens. I'm interpreting that, that when this person comes in and the relationship starts, don't try to control it. Just be in it. Allow God, angel, divine orchestration to come and give you what you're supposed to have. Because the other card that I pulled, this is a card that fell out, is comfort. And it says, I'm with you in your time of need, helping your heart to heal. So don't, when something new comes in, especially in the form of a relationship, don't compare it to past. You know, don't compare it to other heartache or other um, conflicts. Know it's as new, really fresh, fresh energy for you. Okay, sweetie? And just relax and enjoy it when it comes. When it comes is up to you as well because you have some healing to do from past things and when we're cleansed of that, then the new stuff comes in, all right? So I am going to go to Monica now. Monica, I'm going to soul cards for you. I don't know. I feel like I've done this before with you, Monica, but I feel like something with a dog. <laughs> something with a big old woofy dog. I don't know. Just weird. Like the energy is like so around you. I don't know if this is a dog here or on the other side, but definitely a big dog around you. So just take that with you. All right. And dogs teach us so much. I recently learned a huge lesson from my own little Sparky. Okay. Wow, you got a lot of light coming in. You're just on this path. I love it. Um, this is, look at all the violet light around this card and just also feeling a lot of um, primitive energy, Egyptian or um, ancient ancestral energy coming in. Like you're, I don't know if you shamanic journey, but do it. There's some on YouTube that are absolutely fabulous. And I just feel like this is like you getting illumination through shamanic journeying. So take that with you. Could be that dog is even a guide for you that I'm seeing around you, but it's like a big dog, almost like a wolfy dog. Um, so 
if you are not doing any kind of shamanic journeying, I know I have referred you to my own shaman, Al. I think that that's a huge part of your journey, Monica. I just really do. I feel like I don't even need to pick another card. I feel very emotional through this card. I feel a lot of emotion coming up, almost like I want to cry. So I just definitely shamanism, shamanic journeying for you is where you need to be. Um, I am going to pick an angel card to go with this, but I just, you know, just if you can even... Um, I'm actually going to send you a picture of this card after the broadcast because I feel like you need to meditate on this card. All right. And I'm going to pick an angel card for you. Okay. I'm just getting a lot of powerful energy off that card for you. So, yeah, see, so you've been looking into it. That, is, that energy is going to resonate with you. I'm getting chills all the way up my lower spider column. That energy is going to resonate so much with you, Monica. Whether you can, you know, find a tutor like Al, the shaman, or, or anyone else, um, I, I definitely, I, I feel like you're supposed to also, um, I have something called the Rites of Mudaki. It's one of my own um, pursuits of shamanism that I did um, through the Queto people. And um, I'm going to give you a phone number for somebody to call uh, to do the Rites of Mudaki, okay? Um, just beautiful, you know, keepers of uh, the earth rights and healers rights and all kinds of beautiful, beautiful things from the indigenous people. Um, so here's your angel card coming in to confirm this. You are absolutely a soul sister for me, you know. Oh, and this is relationship harmony. Archangel Ragwell, we angels are opening the hearts of everyone. Arguments and conflicts are being resolved. I have to tell you, I feel like this is inner work for you, not to do with an outer relationship. I feel like this is the relationship with self and how the consciousness is going to grow because when I look at all the light, rainbow light, star light around this card, this is the path that you're on. And look at the light that's all on this card as well. So I'm going to give you a couple of you know directions as far as the shamanism goes. I think that's your path. And if it's not, it's not. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. But... That's what I'm getting. So I love you so much. And I'm sending that beautiful love out to you. Um, so, <laughs> so Aaron's freaking out a little bit that he got the tower card. Tower card is good, Aaron, because it allows us to have the bad things fall away, things we don't need anymore. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So if anybody else wants to call in to the show and uh, have any questions or whatever, I'm just like trying to deal with some emotion right now because that reading that I did for Monica just kind of got to me. I have to be honest. All right. So um, what else did I want to talk about? I actually want to, um, good way to kind of go into the last part of our show is to flash back to what we started the show with. And I am going to read to you guys. Do you guys love to be read to? I love to be read to. Um, not if it's like a lecture or a work thing, but I love to be read to for, um, I just think it's one of the most like sensual things when you can, you know, lay on the couch and have someone read to you. I think it comes from childhood, but at any rate, um, I want to, oops, uh, go back to my own page and I want to read you something on my page. So... And this is about some of the stuff that is uh, going on in the world right now. So, okay. So this is about myself, and it's also letting myself be very vulnerable right now. So, but that's all what it's about, right? Um, and this is what we talk about when we talk about authentic power and really stepping into your power. And that's really, we are most powerful not when we're trying to manipulate a situation or person but we are most powerful when we're our own authority and acting out of love. And so this is something that I wrote actually two years ago, um, just spontaneously when I came home from a drum circle. And I hope that it will help you guys maybe step into your own intention of your own authentic power. What's my rhythm? What is my beat? How does my heart keep pace with my soul and sync with what lies boundless within me? Am I the rocker in leather and lowriders? The pretty blonde with the quick smile, the ponytailed classic with red lips and wide eyes, the jeans and hoodie with no makeup and spiritual abandon. Yes. No. The shell doesn't matter. The shell gets less attention as the years go by. I don't think about what my beat looks like now. 
I think more about the sound of me. What does my beat sound like? When does it sink in resonance with my soul? I'm understanding my instrument now. It's been like a new drum kit that attracts me with its shine. As it loses luster, I appreciate its rhythm and resonance without distraction. I hear things that I missed before. I hear the beat of my own heart more clearly without the layers I thought were its sound. Illusions steeped in hair and mascara and lipstick and new clothes. Muffling the sound of me, denying the world my pleasure, denying myself a voice, the voice that matters, the one underneath it all, naked and unafraid. Steeped in beliefs from the wisdom of a life well lived, bravely now I hear my drum and it beat its syncopated rhythm for all the world to hear. And that's what this show is about, for you, for me, for everybody. My secrets have become announcements. My persecutions are hammer-like proclamations of strength. I control the rhythm now, not the band of thieves that would deny me my birthright, not the false me to too timid to beat the drum. I'm not afraid of me or you anymore. I am free now to be who I am meant to be, the me I always was and am. My sound is as bold and breathless and more about the world than only me. The clarion of love and resounding truth for all, my beat says I am different and unique and yet the same as all the world. My beat is a one-man show surrounded by an orchestra of souls who support my percussion. The sound of my heartbeat is a drum that links me with you and with me and with anything that has yet to come. This crescendo ascends, it pulses, holds the wisdom of the ancients and the knowledge of the future. I have found I am the rhythm, rhythm of all these nations, the lineage of the external beat, beginning less karma, and creation lives in my soul, and it lives within every soul. It longs for us to beat our drum to its rhythm for all the world to hear. So beat your drum of love and call to every human this clarion of light to sink us in the unity of a wise and loving universe. This is power, raw and inspired by the heavens and the real world to show us the path to our purpose. So I hope that inspires all of you tonight to step into your own power and start to live life completely with the intention of love and step out of any intentions that you might have of fear. I love you all. I'm so glad that we're creating this beautiful Zancuda community. It's only the beginning. Hope to see you on the boat trip and here on Monday the 12th. And until then, if you need anything, private reading, or just have a question, you know where to find me. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in, and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.